do you have nothing to do on Monday and Wednesday nights? Bored at home, watching the same old TV shows on streaming services? Quit doing that. Head over to Twitch. Follow the Fantasy Daydreamers, and we'll help you win your fantasy leagues. What's chilling? What's chilling, y'all? It's your boy, Big Gang. We are here. We are bringing you our podcast, The Fantasy Daydreamers. I'm JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. Keone is also here with me. Hello, everybody. It is me, and I am here, and we're doing it, and it's just a two-man show, but hey, that's how it be sometimes, and if you want to hear the one-man show from me typing things on the internet in a short-form way, you can follow me at Twitter, at Daydreamer Keone. <laughs> you guys can also follow our show on Instagram and Twitter, at FF Daydreamers. Today, we got some news to go over. We got your start sit questions some player discussion and then we got our sleepers for the week so let's get into the news falcons running back cordell patterson is questionable for tonight's game he will be a game time decision so like i said go ahead and follow us on twitter at ff daydreamers we will update you as news comes out as to it if he's playing or not Keone, if he plays, are you starting him? If Corderell Patterson's playing, uh, then I think you you start him up. Because he seems to be, him and, him and uh, Kyle Pitts seem to be the only viable options uh, for Matt Ryan, basically, at this point. Because uh, Russell Gage is not really doing it. And, I mean, mate, like you have Tajay Sharp and Zacchaeus and stuff, but they're, I mean, kind of like, Meh. really just, like, they'll hit maybe once a season. But... Uh, Cordero Patterson has been there like lifeblood. Go to, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of being selfish and hope he doesn't play. But I'll talk about that later. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't have a ton of confidence that he's going to play. It's a short week for them. Mm-hmm. Um, your your bench would have to be scarce for me to not for me to have to start Cordero Patterson. I don't want to start him this week. Likewise. Yeah. All right, Elijah Mitchell sustained a fractured finger on Monday in Monday night's game. His status for week 11 is still unclear, although coach Kyle Shanahan Kyle Shanahan said he believes Mitchell will be available. If he plays, are you starting Elijah Mitchell against Jacksonville? Uh yes, cuz Jacksonville is bad. They are not a good team. They are uh, <laughs> quite in fact uh really not not just the opposite of good. And so regardless yeah. of if he is hurt a little bit, I think if he's in the game that they're going to give him touches because uh, they haven't really seen much from um, Trey Sermon. And then I know, I guess I saw Jeff Wilson. I saw the back Jeff Wilson was back. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's an option that they go with if he's not in. So look, um, yeah, if, if Elijah Mitchell doesn't play, maybe uh, look at Jeff Wilson, but we'll see. I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Uh, 
I think if Elijah Mitchell doesn't play, you can start Jeff Wilson. If Elijah Mitchell does play, go ahead and start Elijah Mitchell. Don't start uh, Jeff Wilson. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have activated running back Miles Sanders' 21-day practice window. He'll have a chance to play this week. Again, if Sanders plays, are you starting him? Uh, I don't know, because this this entire backfield, it's not necessarily his ability. It's that what they do with that backfield, because it just seems to be kind of a rotating, you know, lazy Susan of I'm just going to pick this guy this week to get, you know, the majority of the touches. And it seems to change every week. But I guess before that, Miles Sanders was their guy. Yeah. Nick Sirianni, head coach Nick Sirianni came out and said, when Miles Sanders comes back, he's going to be the number one back in, okay. in the backfield. So uh, there's a lot of confidence in Miles Sanders. They don't want to give the ball to Jordan Howard all season. They don't want to give the ball to Austin Scott, obviously. And they're not ready to pass the workload off to get Kenneth Gainwell. So um, Miles Sanders is their guy for now. Oh, man. But I, I I think this depends, goes team to team. Uh depending on yeah. who else you have to start. Uh, but he's, he's right there in the middle for me, Miles Sanders. Yeah, is. and I mean, technically he's been he's been activated, but that doesn't mean he's going to play necessarily. Yeah. So, and I don't know if we've seen, if we were, if we haven't seen it very much this season, if at all, has somebody coming off that window and then playing immediately from there, I don't think. So, yeah. just keep an eye. Yep. Another thing to keep an eye on, Dallas Goddard didn't practice on Wednesday. He is still in concussion protocol. Again, follow us on Twitter. We'll keep you up to date on uh, whether Dallas Goddard plays or not. He's been he's been a good tight end this season. Uh, definitely fantasy relevant. So, Yeah, I uh, uh, he doesn't have the burden of having to share targets or, you know, snap count with Zach Ertz anymore. So that's really, really helpful. And I think that just allows him to shine even more. Um, we had seen previously in games where he could do that. And then it's just unfortunate that he's injured right now. So I'm not sure if he's going to play because it's concussions, as we said, are pretty precarious. So be prepared to stream a tight end this um, this this week. Yeah. And uh, another kind of plug thing, we'll have our updated rankings are on our website at fantasydaydreamers.com. So there, there will be updated um, in real time. So there'll be the clo- the most up-to-date thing in terms of our ranking. So you can see yep. maybe who to start instead of him. There you go. Quarterback Joe Flacco will get the start for the Jets on Sunday. Sorry, Mike White. Uh, moving, moving on. Yeah. Moved on from he's, he's in the trash heap. You know, he's in, he's going to be parts and scrap and all that sort of stuff. So are you still starting Michael Carter or do you want to see him with Joe Flacco before he plays? I mean, he's he's been getting the hype lately. I know, and that's the thing. With Mike White, like Mike White seems to be like the best thing for Michael Carter. Um and I'm it's, I'm a little weary uh, about having him play without Mike White because that was like the best thing about Mike White is he was great for Michael Carter and even Ty Johnson. But I think even when um the other quarter was like Josh Johnson exactly. Oh, Josh Johnson, yeah. Um, when he came in for a little bit, when Mike White uh, hurt his his hand, uh, that but Michael Carter didn't get nearly as many touches, and I think um, Ty Johnson's game was saved because he like barely got into the end zone. Um, 
But so, yeah, I, I, I think you still maybe, I think you still play Michael Carter unless you have better options to play ahead of him. Um, because I still think he has good upside if, um, as that kind of check down back, but I can understand people not playing him this week in order to get a, see how Joe Fac Joe Flacco gets a feel for him. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with everything you said. Uh, Panthers quarterback Cam Newton is trending towards starting in week 11, according to head coach Matt Rule. How do you feel about Cam Newton? Is he a fantasy starter this week in week 11? Um, I think I have him in the mid-grounds. Or, yeah, just because um, his, his matchup is decent, I believe. Um, can't remember. Carolina plays they, – they play the – Washington football team. Okay, yeah, um, that's that's a good that's a good um, matchup for a running quarterback, and I feel they're going to be running the ball a lot this. Uh, and they just lost Chase Young, so even better for the quarterback. Exactly. Um, I, I've, I'm not ready to trust Cam Newton quite yet because you know he's not uh, played. He's only played so little. Even last season when he played, he wasn't that great. We saw he couldn't pass down the field a lot. But then again, then I said uh, Christian McCaffrey kind of helps him with that because Christian McCaffrey will just get yak. So I, I don't know if I would start him, but I think it's a great matchup and he's in my like top like 15 or 16 or something to that effect. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, in a pinch, you can start Cam Newton. Definitely if you've been streaming someone, I mean, uh, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, if you're streaming these guys, I, I think I start Cam Newton over them. The question I have is Carson Wentz or Cam Newton? Carson Wentz has, has been hitting recently, mm -hmm. but Cam Newton definitely brings that rushing ability upside that Carson Wentz has showed in the past, but yeah, they, hasn't done much recently. That team, the excuse, that team doesn't really need Carson Wentz to run because they have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that concerns me though is that's a he's a tough matchup. That Bills defense is really good. And, yes. And so I I don't know if these if they're going to get down, so they're going to have to pass a lot, or if they're going to be able to keep in the game with their rushing ability. But uh, that's I think it's that's tough. I think I might go with Cam Newton because when in doubt you give him the rushing edge and that's so important in fantasy. Uh, so I think I'd have to go with, with Cam Newton, despite liking Carson Wentz. I just, that rushing ability is, is something that, you know, gets you a stupid amount of points. Yeah. I have Cam Newton one spot above Carson Wentz. So it was a dilemma that I uh, went over in my head a lot during my rankings. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our start-sit questions. If you guys have any start-sit questions or waiver wire questions, trade questions, any fantasy football questions at all, go ahead and send them our way on any social media platform. Wherever you guys find us, send us your questions. We could always use more to answer. So, And if you know anyone that has questions, send them our way. All right, first question. Jamison Crowder versus Miami, or should I pick someone up off the waiver wire? There's players like Jacoby Myers, Brandon Ayuk, Rashard Bateman, Elijah Moore, or Sterling Shepard. 
Keone, where do you fall with this one? Okay, so I'm going to give kind of a, a, a brief breakdown, a little bit of, of each of them, uh, because there's, I think you can go with a few of them, but I think it would go with some more than others. Like I would be more comfortable going with either Elijah Moore or Rashad Bateman, um, just because they've been decently solid wide receivers as of late, and they get a good amount of yards, both of them. Um, Bateman specifically, because more, we don't know how Joe Flacco's chemistry is going to be. So that's my only thing against him, but more is able to get, is able to find ways to be open just in the middle of the field. It's kind of like if, if somebody, if your game is glitching and then he just ends up in a spot, like he was one place and then he just ends up in the middle of the field. And it's like, Oh, there he is. And then for me, Shepard and say like a guy like Ayuk, they're both dependent. Like they're both conditional Shepard. If he, if he is healthy, then I think he's a possibility to play because Tampa Bay has a bad defense. They're like, they're averaging around 30 fantasy points to the receiver position. So if he's healthy, he's going to be the top receiver for the giants. And then Brandon Ayuk, if Debo Samuel, it all depends on if Debo Samuel is playing because there's a possibility that he might not play this game. So if Brandon Ayuk is in, then I think you can be safe with him because that again, they're facing um, Jacksonville, terrible defense. And it'll basically basically be just him and Kittle at that point. So they're going to get the majority of the targets. Yeah. Um, ah, man. But if Debo is playing, you I, you can't start Brandon Ayuk, I don't think. Not I mean, he's... Guys. Yeah, he's definitely third. He would be third, um, third option there in San Francisco. Elijah Moore, I think I'm staying away from just this week uh, with Joe Flacco. I want to see... What happens there? Is it going to be Corey Davis? Is it going to be Jamison Crowder, who is another player on on this uh, question? Is it going to be Elijah Moore? And I really don't know which one it's going to be. It, it might just be Jamison Crowder, who has been you know veterans go to guy whenever they go to the Jets on on especially for PPR. Mm-hmm. So ah uh, man, and then Rashard Bateman and Jacoby Myers, I think would be the two guys that I I would pick between. Okay. Um, and I think I might lean Rashad Bateman just a little bit. He's getting targets. Uh, he's very explosive. Jacoby Myers, we did see score his first NFL touchdown. Again, that was his first NFL touchdown. I don't know how often that will be repeated. Kendrick Bourne's looking good. Nelson Aguilar has been playing pretty well. And then Hunter Henry has been gobbling up touchdowns there. So I think I lean Rashad Bateman here. Um, when, when it like push to come or yeah, push to sh- whatever, I think Bateman is, <laughs> is probably the safest bet out of, of that group because there's not really conditionals and you don't know about like you Bateman will like, we've seen Bateman and how he's going to play in this, like with all his pieces. So yeah, I think Bateman yeah. is the safest bet. Um, but I guess it all comes down to what you're comfortable with, but yeah, I think we both say Bateman when in doubt. Yeah. All right. Next question. Terry McLaurin at Carolina. Tyler Lockett versus Arizona, Rashad Bateman at Chicago, Brandon Ayuk at Jacksonville, or Darnell Mooney versus Baltimore. Start two of them. Okay. Um, you already so you already know what I think about Brandon Ayuk and Rashad Bateman. Tyler Lockett. Ah, I don't know. Like Russell Wilson's coming, he's back, but they played awful against terrible, Bay, and so I don't know if I can trust that to be you know. 
to be where it needs to be, especially in since even before that, it was kind of like, you're not quite sure. Terry McLaurin has been off and on this season, depending on like the quarterback play. And I, as much as I want to like Taylor Heineke and as much as you praised him, he has played up and down and it's against a tough Carolina defense. So I'm not 100% sure about Terry McLaurin, but he is that like, if he hits, he really hits. And then when you get to Darnell, Darnell Mooney, he's also a potential option because um, I think they're going to open this game up with the run game. I think they get David Montgomery back. I think he's going to play. And so hopefully that run game will allow them to open up the pass game. And Darnell Mooney seems to be one of his top receivers. And I think these um, Justin Fields is getting better. So that's, I think for me, um, it's either it's Rashad Bateman for sure. And then it's a, it's a toss up between Darnell Mooney or Terry McLaurin. Okay. I think, um, I go, I start Terry McLaurin. I, I gotta start. I mean, he's to me, the only stud in this whole group. I gotta start my studs. If any of these guys go off on my bench, I'm not that mad. It was a toss up. If Terry McLaurin goes off on my bench, I feel terrible because I should have started Terry McLaurin. Um, and, and he always has that ability to, to go off. Mm-hmm. Um, you got, uh, we already talked about Rashad Bateman, really good option here. Um, definitely a top, top, uh, 36 wide receiver. I think this week, Tyler Lockett against Arizona. Oh man. Russell Wilson looked bad. I think if you can't, uh, Arizona lost to Carolina though they got they got destroyed out there. I think this will be a good game. This might be a better game where there's some fantasy points scored here, and Tyler Lockett might be on the receiving end of some of that. Brandon Ayuk, if Debo Samuel is there, I'm leaning towards Debo Samuel playing, so I'm going to cut out Brandon Ayuk and Darnell Mooney. I like Darnell Mooney. Justin Fields is getting better. I do not trust Matt Nagy. I don't want to play anyone on Matt Nagy's team other than Montgomery. And when Montgomery's not there, I guess you can play Herbert. But I want to play David Montgomery, and that is it. So that's the only reason I'm staying away from Mooney. I just don't want to do it. So I think I will go Terry McLaurin and Rashad Bateman out of, out of those options. Fair enough. Yeah, and you make a good point about the bench aspect of if Terry McLaurin's on your bench and he goes off, you're more upset than everybody else. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Mad at myself. And yeah. All right. Elijah Moore versus Miami. Jacoby Myers at Atlanta or AJ Green at Seattle. Um, I think and I have a feeling I know where you're leaning towards, but uh, just because I think I go with Elijah Moore and I'm, I'm going to risk kind of him with Joe Flacco, but I've liked what I've seen from him. And I think he has a chance to get in the end zone. Whereas Jacoby Myers, even though he got in last week, like that was his first and he's been in the league more than one year. Four seasons, I believe now, that's or this is his fourth. That's, that's not it. Like that's not enough. And I think there's a higher likelihood of Hunter Henry, Hunter, Hunter Henry, or one of the running backs getting in the end zone more than Jacoby Myers. And I don't think he gets enough yards to compensate for that. And then AJ green, I just, I don't want to have like, that's the opposite of Terry McLaurin. Like if he's on my bet, if he's on my um, team and he just doesn't do well, 
I would hate myself, even though they, you know, pick and choose who they want to do well each week. But I feel Elijah Moore can get in the end zone more than any of these guys. So that's why I'm going to go with him. This is this is Jacoby Myers' third season. So just uh, check that out. But yeah, three seasons, one touchdown. Um, and I understand going with Elijah Moore. I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers here. The only one I definitely don't want to go with is AJ Green. I don't want to start AJ Green. Don't want him on my fantasy team. The, the Cardinals offense is really good, but I would much rather have Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, even DeAndre Hopkins while he's hurt. Um, I understand going with Elijah Moore, but I just lean Jacoby Myers here. want to give Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco a week. All right, next question. Last question. Ramondre Stevenson at Atlanta or Mark Ingram at Philadelphia. Both of these guys are backups. Both of them came in, started last week. Mark Ingram for Alvin Kamara for the Saints. Alvin Kamara was injured. Ramondre Stevenson started started for Damian Harris, who was in concussion protocol. Have you heard any news about Alvin Kamara? Uh, I have not. And so I'm, it's, he's questionable. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's, you know. See, I, I think that Damian Harris is going to play. He's coming off concussion protocol. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about Damian Harris a little bit later, but I, I think I got to lean Mark Ingram here. Both of these defenses are terrible. Philadelphia's past defense is, is actually not that bad, but... I, I just think that Damian Harris plays, so I don't think Ramondre. If if Alvin Kamara plays, I think then I lean Ramondre Stevenson. Like if Damian Harris and Alvin Kamara both play, but the thing is, you got to make your Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, they play Thursday, so you got to make your choice now. So it's it's a tough yeah. one. Yeah, uh, I think Mark Ingram has has like they both they both had a chance to play in games where the other person is playing. And I think, so that's like, I think for me that cancels out kind of like, oh, oh uh, if, they, if either one, like if say, if, if um, uh, Damian Harris plays and Alvin Kamara play, I think I, I looked at like, oh, what were their numbers when those two were playing? And so I'm going to go with Mark, Mark Ingram just because I think there's a chance that Alvin Kamara doesn't play. And so- yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, have, um, I agree with that. I mean, Harris is going to play. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for our start sit questions. Let's move on to some player discussion. Let's talk about a few players in their matchups this week. First up, Michael Pittman wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. They are at the Buffalo bills. Michael Pittman, he's the wide receiver 10 right now on the season. He's coming off a wide receiver 30 finish, though. His worst week since week six. And his fifth finish over wide receiver 30 on the season. He snapped a three-game touchdown streak and fell victim to Jonathan Taylor's 21 carries, really. Um, This week, he's going to be blanketed by that Bills defense who have given up the least amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position this season. And they've only given up three touchdowns to the wide receiver position, which is fewest in the NFL. Pittman's going to have a tough, tough time this week. And I wouldn't be a whole 
I wouldn't be excited a whole lot about having to start Pittman, but I think you have to start Pittman. Just one of those players that you start and you just don't check that score. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement because I think Pittman has positioned himself to where he's the lead guy in Indy, and so you can't not play him, even though this matchup is one where you wish you could just not play him, but you're going to have to start him up and just yeah, just cover your eyes or something. And hopefully they're going to have to pass to stay in this game, so they're, then they're going to go to Michael Pittman, but... Yeah, this is one where I'm not I'm not looking forward to him uh, playing. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one for him, but I think he still is going to crack that top 36, so you got to play. you got to play Michael Pittman. All right, next player we'll discuss, Brandon Cooks, the Houston Texans wide receiver at the Tennessee Titans this week. What do you think about Brandon Cooks, Keone? I think... Despite Tennessee playing really, really well in the the past few weeks on defense and kind of being one of the best teams in the AFC and in the NFL in general, they still allow the most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. And although Tyrod Taylor is going to be in, I don't necessarily think it matters really who is at quarterback. It's just like, oh, Brandon Cooks, get him the ball. Like He's still their target guy. And I think unlike some other games, because Tennessee – is a is giving up a lot of points to the to the uh, wide receiver position. I think he's going to get a lot of yards with those targets and possibly even get in the end zone. But even if he doesn't get in the end zone, I still think he's going to get a lot of yards with those targets. So it's going to be a decently fruitful game for him. Yeah, he's the wide receiver 25 on the season right now. He had 14 targets in week nine. They had a buy in week 10. Uh, 14 targets tied his most on the season. The other time he had 14 targets was week two, which was Tyrod Taylor's last game. Tyrod Taylor came back and Cooks was the go-to guy for him. He hasn't had less than five targets in a game all season long. He's been outside of the top 30 wide receivers just three times all season, and he's been a top 24 wide receiver five times. He gets a lot of targets in half PPR and PPR uh formats brandon cooks is a great play because of that i mean he is clearly the number one wide receiver on this houston texans team he's running 152 more offensive snaps than any other wide receiver on the team going up against tennessee i think you got to start uh brandon cooks yep all right let's move on to our sleepers these are some sleepers for week 11 you want to go first keone or you want me to give you my first uh, player um you can go first i feel like i've been all right a guy i talked about a little bit earlier we both talked about damian harris the hype around ramondre stevenson is real and rightfully so he had a great game going for two touchdowns and a huge win against the browns the problem is damian harris was still in concussion protocol when stevenson went off Harris is Harris is still the lead back on this team and he will be playing in tonight's game. He'll be back from concussion protocol. He's going to play. This is a concussion injury. So unlike a hamstring or an ankle injury where you can come back, but you're still slowed down, you're still hampered. It's just not the same. You can't cut the same. It's not the same with a concussion. You can come back. You can play at a hundred percent. You can make all your moves, all your cuts. 
Harris should be at 100% this week. He still has 48% of the uh, the Patriots carries, and he's still leading the running back room in offensive snaps by 10%. Against Atlanta, another... This is a really bad defense. You can start Damian Harris up right away coming off the concussion. I agree. Did my first guy know you? Yeah, go ahead. And- okay. My first sleeper is Kobe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's Cole Komet. <laughs> Cole Komet. Yeah. So uh, he of the Chicago Bears. He had his best game of the season before the bye, which saw him get six catches on eight targets for 87 yards. The Bears faced the Ravens, who, if you're unfamiliar with, have one of the worst defenses against the tight end, giving up an average 14.4 fantasy points to the position, which probably puts him, if he gets that, as a top 10 tight end. That's just how the position goes. And I think he can get that, despite Matt Nagy being the coach, before Justin Fields played his best games before the bye, and so I think he's just getting better at the position, which means more opportunities for Komet to get the ball, and hopefully he gets in the end zone. So, yeah, yeah I like it. I, I recall a few weeks ago whenever I brought up Cole Komet's name, and you're like, I don't know about Cole Komet, but I like the. I brought up a couple of tight ends' names, but uh, hmm. I mean, he yeah. showed. Like, oh, he can get the job. He's, he is a talented player. I would I mean, I wish this Bears team was clicking more on offense. Allen Robinson, really talented. Darnell Mooney, really talented. David Montgomery, Cole Komet, Justin Fields. These guys are all really, really super talented. Yes. Oh man. And young. And mm. you got Matt Nagy there. So all right. My next player is going to be Miles Gaskin, the Miami Dolphins running back. I know, I know if you have Miles Gaskin on your team, it has been rough, tough sledding. A really rough season for you. He's gone over 10 fantasy points four times on this season. He's been outside of the top 36 four times also, though. He's been so up and down. Week four, he finished as the running back 77. Week five, running back four. Week six, he finished as a running back 49. Week seven, running back 10. Week eight, he finished running back 39. Week nine, he finished running back 15. Week 10, he finished running back 42. Do you see a trend? Week 11, he plays the Jets, who are the bottom three in rushing yards given up, have given up the most rushing touchdowns, bottom three in receptions and receiving yards by running backs, and have given up the most fantasy points to the running back position. Gaskin has been so boomer bust. I still lean that he's going to stay boomer bust, but he's getting 60 to 70% of the offensive snaps. He's getting 47% of the team's carries. Week 10, he had a bust week. Week 11, he is due for a boom, and the matchup agrees with that. I think you could start Miles Gaskin. I will reluctantly start him, but I feel a little bit more comfortable with this matchup. Yeah. Uh, my number, my second sleeper is Mac Jones. He is the arguably, I think without a doubt, the best rookie um, quarterback for this season. I mean, he's just, he's just playing well. Um, he's not like super, super killing it like a Justin Herbert or, um, you know, one of those guys like he, that he did in his first year, but still he's doing enough to get the job done and he's getting a lot of praise and I have him in 
the top 12 of quarterbacks for this week. Um, they're going against a dismal Atlanta defense. And I feel even though um, they, they beat them, Belichick, like in the Super Bowl, Belichick wants to get as many points as possible just to show the Falcons that he's better than them and that his hoodie prevails. The empire, you know, will keep down its subjects and Atlanta is one of them. Um, Atlanta is one of them. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, there's just one of the many victims. Uh, he, uh, Mac Jones has a, com- a completion percentage on the season of 69%. Nice. And he is coming off his best game, having completed 82.6% of his passes, and he threw three touchdowns, which is the most he's done all season. And Atlanta is giving up an average of 24.6 fantasy points to the position. Um, I think he can do that in this game, if not more. And he's going to have Hunter Henry, who will get in the end zone. So I just expect a lot of points from them, and Mac Jones specifically. Absolutely. I, I I like it. like it a lot. All right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear all of our content, want to get read some content, see all of our stuff, you guys can head over to fantasydaydreamers.com and find all of our content there. You guys can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FFDaydreamers. Uh, you got anything to plug, Keone? Um, uh, I really wish... Uh, th- this producing gig is hard. So yeah. appreciate producer Ian and hope he's doing, uh, having a fantastic time on vacation. But yeah. other than that, not really. Uh, follow us on Twitch too. Yeah. And where and wherever you guys get your podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening again. And you got to remember to stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. <laughs>